Hi, everyone. My name is Jerry Berger, and I am the Senior Director of Marketing for InSource. I would like to welcome everyone to our InSource podcast series, where today we have the Practice Director of InSource's ServiceNow ITOM program, Ryan Harrington. Ryan will be talking about InSource's ITOM practice and how it improves your IT visibility, health, and optimization, as well as its ability to detect and diagnose service issues. So welcome, Ryan. How are you today? Thank you, Jerry. I'm doing well here in Ardmore, Pennsylvania. How are you? Um, uh, fantastic. All righty. So uh, pretty excited to move forward here. So uh, let's get started. So I have a series of questions for you around the ITOM uh, program. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with a real kind of basic one. If you could just kind of give us an overview of the InSource's ITOM program, you know, high level, and uh, so that way people get at least an idea of uh, what InSource provides uh, for them. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, so the InSource ITOM program, you know, we offer lots of different services uh, related to the full ITOM product line that ServiceNow has out there. Um, so, of course, we do implementations, uh, but we also do advisory work, uh, staff augmentation, and support services as well. So, you know, within the ITOM product line, uh, like I mentioned, you know, we do the full product line. So ITOM visibility uh, is, you know, the bread and butter. That's your discovery service mapping, uh, your service graph connectors, certificate inventory and management, multi-source CMDB, all of that good stuff to get you connected and the ability to view your entire IT network and the services that it supports. And then from there, uh, ITOM Health, uh, event management, as well as operational intelligence, that's gonna give you that the ability to track and maintain the health of your services. And finally, the ITOM optimization product line, which includes cloud provisioning and cloud insights. So, you know, pretty much any area within the ITOM product line that ServiceNow offers, we have experience implementing, advising on, doing staff augmentation, and even support service work. Okay, fantastic. Now, uh, if I remember correctly, here is obviously uh, we're a uh, we we have achieved product line of uh, PLA uh, for ITOM. I don't know if you want to maybe just talk about it for just a minute or so. Just to, what was the process and 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 what you did to go through it? Sure. Yeah. So the product line achievements are granted to partners that meet a certain set of criteria involving both certifications and. Uh, successful deployments. And so what that looks like is, you know, we need to have a certain number of resources certified in all of the different ITOM products and the certifications that are offered there today are discovery, service mapping, event management, and cloud provisioning and governance. So, you know, we have the skill set and also the successful deployments um, to meet that criteria. And, and how long has InSource been involved from a, a ITOM perspective? And we'll, we'll get into the engagements here in just a second, but just so people could get a, a general idea of how long we've been involved with the, the ITOM uh, area. Yeah, so the ITOM area was already in place here at InSource when I joined a little over five years ago. Um, so, you know, we got involved in the ServiceNow space in 2012. I joined InSource in 2016, uh, so somewhere probably in the years prior to me joining. Um, sure. Okay. All right. Uh, as I said, uh, uh, ITOM engagements. Can you just give it a little bit 
uh, overview of some of the recent ones we've done and, 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 and how well they're going and, and where you're looking to go from there. Sure. So I'll just talk about some that I've worked on myself in the last few months. Um, we're currently doing a, a large engagement with a healthcare organization um, implementing discovery, CMDB, uh, and some, some of the service graph connectors that ServiceNow has released over the last year or two, uh, as well as some custom integration. So really what they wanted out of this project was they want to make sure that they can have a good understanding of all the assets that they manage out within their environment. Um, and for that organization in particular, you know, we've implemented discovery and they have a little over 400 facilities across the United States. So that one, you know, involved lots of discovery uh, configurations and working with their different teams um, across the nation and between discovery and Let's see, the Microsoft SCCM service graph connector, the Cisco Meraki service graph connector, and the JAMP service graph connector. We've created a multi-source CMDB for them uh, where they have really good understanding and visibility into all of their configuration items. Okay. Is there, is there anything in particular when, when you're uh, in, in a number of these engagements where it's like, you know, these are the, like the top one or two th things or even three things that you're seeing on a, on a consistent basis that uh, uh, customers might be having trouble with or, or something in that area where you say, geez, you know, the, the in-source team is really providing that type of value to them. Yeah, I would say one area is around, and this actually goes into another engagement on which I can speak on afterwards, but around event management, a lot of organizations will get this implemented, but if they haven't, you know, really understood the product or how it works, it can be a little overwhelming at first, you know, something with event management service now has created all sorts of great functionality under the hood um, to make it work the way it works and reducing the noise of those alerts that come in. Uh, but without a proper understanding of how the tool works, um, you can only go so far after it's been implemented in terms of actually running that application within your own platform. So something that we do at InSource is we make sure that we're dedicated in, with knowledge transfer as well as training to make sure that once we leave an implementation that you know, the customer's ready to actually use the tool. Sure. Uh, and, and, uh, and, oh, sorry, go ahead, continue. Yeah, I was just going to mention uh, an event management project that we've done recently was uh, with a global manufacturing company. And for that one, we had, um, they had five different sources of events that they were pulling in. So they were net new in event management. They had been running discovery for quite a while now and their CMDB was populated, but they wanted to take that next step uh, and move up to the ITOM health suite with event management. And we got that up and running with them. Like I said, five sources, AWS CloudWatch, SolarWinds, PRTG, OEM, Thousand Eyes, uh, all working together uh, to support their help desk tickets. Okay, uh, I, I, one more question, kind of the follow-up and then we'll move on, is uh, whenever you know organizations look to, uh, in a sense, work with a company such as InSource for you know, uh, helping their team out, whether it's uh, 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 you know, doing more of the 
uh, you know, detail work and they're looking, doing more from a vision standpoint and this is what they're looking to do. How important, obviously, is the collaboration between them and yourself? Uh, so that way, members of their team don't feel that they're maybe being displaced, uh, misplaced, not, I'm sorry, displaced uh, uh, from, from that particular project, okay? So that, you know, that way they feel that, okay, I like working with InSource because I feel like I'm in a team and it's not like I'm going to be losing my position or being pushed out or anything like that. Could you just maybe elaborate a little bit on that? Sure, yeah. We, we frequently work with the different teams at different organizations as part of our implementation. So uh, for instance, one of our, that project that I spoke about earlier with Discovery across the 400 plus facilities, uh, we're working directly with their CMDB owners and their CI owners to understand um, you know, their duties moving forward. And so we're actually sharing some of that development effort when we can. So for example, we'll set up some discovery schedules for them on new facilities. And at the same time, we're showing them how we're doing that so that they're equipped to do that moving forward in the future once, you know, the engagement's over. Okay, uh, fantastic. Okay, moving on, uh, when we're speaking in regard to engagements, can you maybe you know, talk a little bit how InSource handles one, those type of engagements that are really kind of heavily a customized type instance? Yeah, so, you know, probably the vast majority of our work, um, when we get into a customer's environment, right, we get into their ServiceNow platform, chances are that it's not net new. I mean, of course, we do, you know, green builds as well, but significant amount of our work, you know, people are already using the platform, and because of that, they've made their own configurations. And the CMDB is one of those places within the platform where, we frequently see customizations made. And with that, you know, the CMDB is really the foundation to that whole ITOM product line. So when we go into an engagement and we know that the CMDB has been customized in some way, we have a set of predefined activities that we do uh, where we define and document what those customizations are and how it could affect our project. So just for example, if if say somebody's hiring us to help them implement ServiceNow's discovery, and up until this point, they've been manually loading data into the CMDB, whether through spreadsheets or manually creating CIs directly in the tool, we wanna make sure that when we implement discovery and start discovering tools we're, or CIs, we're not left with you know, duplicate records or stale data within the CMDB down the road. So some of the things that we do is we'll make sure to review how their CIs have been populated. How has the CMDB data model been customized? Um, even in some cases, if they've already had discovery and they're bringing us on to maybe build out some custom discovery patterns or just uh, get it back into working condition if it hasn't been maintained for years, we'll review those customizations to the application itself, to the IRE within the CMDB. And even some of our advisory work is just that, where we do what we call the CMDB health check. We go through our predefined set of activities and find where things have you know, veered from the road of best practice and out of the box functionality. We can define and document those and 
deliver that documentation to the customer as an advisory role, or if it's part of a larger implementation, we might be making those remediations ourselves. Right. I, and, and another question is, uh, if you could just spend a couple seconds that, you know, if someone was to engage uh, your practice, uh, how long, like how long can you just go over like what the process is? You know, they, they, they reached out, they say, hey, we would like to you know, have you uh, talk to us about an implementation. Uh, can you kind of go over a little bit of the sort of the, uh, they call it the, you know, uh, customer journey, you know, as far as uh, from the moment they engage us to the moment the, uh, 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 the implementation is completed? Sure. So, you know, at a high level, what that looks like is we'll, after communication's been established, uh, we'll have some kind of discovery calls where we want to get a good sense of what it is you're looking to accomplish within the platform and how we can help with that. Um, so this is where we're finding out, you know, what exactly does our potential engagement look like? Um, is it just the implementation of discovery? Is it the just advisory work? Um, things like that. And from there, once we have a good idea of what it is that we want to do, then comes the full project lifecycle where we go through design phase and initial workshops into configuration and than your traditional UAT and post go live support. All righty, uh, you know, sort of wrapping this up a little bit. Uh, how does someone learn more about the InSources ITOM uh, program? So, great place would be just our website, uh, www.insourcenow.com, and right on the homepage, you can scroll down and you'll find tiles for all of our dedicated practices. ITOM is included right there. Uh, it's also other areas on the website where you can reach out directly and get in touch. Um, you can also find myself on LinkedIn. Uh, really, those are probably the best ways the websites to go to. Alrighty, all right. Well, uh, thank you, Ryan, for this excellent overview with the ITOM uh, program. And remember, everyone, that you can go to insourcenow.com. Ryan kind of just mentioned that to learn more about our ITOM program as well as the expertise that InSource can bring to your overall ServiceNow ecosystem. So let InSource be the one to implement your most complex ServiceNow workflow requirements. Please continue to look for our next podcast in the InSource series, and we look forward to continually bring you the best ServiceNow solutions. Everyone have a great day.